Hello and welcome to the first episode of Please Please Shut Shut Up. Up. I'm Mary. (laughs) And I'm Cameron. And we are so glad to have you guys here listening to us. This is so exciting. It's our first inaugural episode. Inaugural episode. That's a big uh, big three-nickel word word right there. Um, I do not understand or know what that word means. Um, you know, but that is really, you know, it's setting the tone for our pod- podcast. Are you from Chicago? I'm from Minnesota, <laughs> actually. Yeah. So. Uh, we are from neither of those places. We are from. You know, you're not going to know. Why? They're not going to find um, us. They're going to find. Sunny California. I, they're going to find us. <laughs> okay. And they're going to kill us. Um, um, we're also not from California. We're not from California. Surprise, uh, surprise. starts with an A and ends with an A Arizona. as well. It's Arizona. It's, it's Phoenix. My address is three nine one five East Anyways. Kimberly Way. Oh, <laughs> I got excited. Uh-oh. and I clapped. That's all right. We'll work on the audio after this. Um, <laughs> it's an editor's note. Yeah, editor's note. Um, so <laughs> this whole podcast is really just going to be about us talking about things that interest us. Yeah, that maybe interest us. you. Hopefully it interests you. With God's God willing. God willing, it will interest you. And if it doesn't, then you know there are a lot of other options out there for podcasts. God, I mean, there's girl. This is why we drink. And we armchair expert are not getting paid by any of those people, so no. we're not gonna plug them. Yes, ma'am. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, this podcast will have no seriousness. Mm-hmm. And in today's episode, we episode. That's a new one. <laughs> Get okay. used to that, folks. <laughs> I'll say that right now. Um, but in this episode, Cameron has a really great story to tell. Hey, yo. Um, and yes, so I do. I'll just kind of like hand the ball over to uh, her. Oh, thank you one. for that. Yeah, I'll chime in. You know. I'm, um, I'm You won't ask me to chime in, but I will. No, but I know you always... I can always count on you for that. Yeah. The banter is... It's incredible. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. I, oh God, where do we even start? Where do you well, start? Well, first of all, I Listen just want to preface, do a little bit of disclaiming. Yeah. Um, we're going to keep the integrity of this sweet man. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to use... Wonderful gentleman. Wonderful gentleman. I mean, truly, I uh, would not like to ever know him. Um, more than I do, but from what <laughs> I've from what I've found, he's he's a kind person, um, and seems very um, open, very open, honest, vulnerable, very 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 vulnerable, vulnerable, which I can appreciate. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and call him Dave. That's Let's a good Dave. Call him Dave. Dave sounds right. A wholesome name. And I. I'm also going to preface with the fact that lately, and you know, ladies and men out there, maybe you're feeling the same way, feeling as if the one, if that even is a thing, that's a whole nother topic, um, if he's really out there, you know, because it's, it's been a minute, mm-hmm. you know, I am a, I'm a ripe 21 now. <laughs> you are a ripe, ripe 21, 21 year old. And it just seems like I haven't really found that person right you know and I'm struggling with that reality Mm -hmm. um and I want to find that person I think a lot of us are in the same boat so let's just start with knowing that about me that lately especially on this particular day 
I went to a beautiful wedding of a friend of mine. Ah, there's the trigger right there's there. There's the trigger. And I knew, I knew going to this wedding was going to set off a shitstorm of um, emotional depravity and um, psychological mind. I'm not going to say it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, to mess you up. It's going to mess me up. And it, it did, in fact, and indeed do that. So I go to this wedding, meet this guy. Very vaguely, very um, casually, mm-hmm. you know, we have less than a minute conversation. A quick, hi, how are you? A nice quick, to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just an introduction, almost. Mm-hmm. Really only an introduction. I leave this wedding. There were some other things at this wedding that, you know, really set set me off. And I go to my car and I sit in my car and I put on the dramatics. Mm. I'm so good at that. I'm really good at pretending I'm in a movie. Um, when no one else is around, I'm just kind of like acting for myself. It's like a fun game I play with myself. <laughs> and so I really put on the waterworks. Yeah, I'm crying. I'm like thinking like, oh, I'm going to be alone forever. Like why? The won't... whole routine. The whole routine. I've yeah. got it down to a formula at this rate. Yeah. Like I know exactly how long each segment of my act is going to last, <laughs> yeah. you know? Of course. Um. You have costume changes. I have a costume. There's an intermission. There's an intermission. There's a time to get snacks. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I go ahead and I just do my whole routine. It was a standing ovation. You know, I did a great job. And I get home and I realize I have to go to this after party for this wedding. And I, mm. my mascara is everywhere. You know, I want to take my Spanx off so bad. Mm-hmm. But I force myself to go. Good for you. Thank you. First of all. I would have just went home. Yeah. Let's acknowledge the fact that this was a turning Snaps. point for me. Mm-hmm. So I go to this after party, you know, I'm just mingling, chatting, conversing. Um, there may be 30 minutes. Really, it was a quickie. It was an in and out. I wanted to make sure I told the beautiful bride how beautiful she was. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulate her and her husband. And I was going to get out of there. Yeah. Because I needed to go home and cry a little bit more. Was, I just felt there was a little bit more in me. Yeah. I got to get it out. So on my way to my car, this is where the true magic happens this is this this is the beginning of the story i hear someone say hey cameron right okay yeah so i'm like i am gonna get murdered i'm gonna get murdered yeah um but at least they know my name were you outside of the party outside of the party oh dark pitch black outside it was late it was like maybe 12 Oh, yeah. Late. You're going to get murdered. I was like, I'm absolutely going to get stuffed in a trunk. Like you're currently putting your keys in between your fingers. Like yes. You're ready yes. to attack. You're ready like, to attack. I'm not playing Ready games. to get on my fake phone call with my dad. i am been crying too much today mm-hmm. to deal with this right now. Yeah, I was on yeah. guard. So I turn around to see this man, and I think to myself, I'm like, he looks kind of familiar. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know who he is. Right. At all. <sighs> Spoiler alert. It is indeed Dave. Dave. And um, Dave comes up to me. He says, hey, how are you? I don't know if you remember me. We met briefly at the wedding. Um, He proceeds to tell me, he goes, this is very out of character of me. Um, But I saw you tonight and I just think you're absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, oh, okay. This is Now let's keep in mind this has never happened to me before. I've never had someone come up and say like, you're cute, <laughs> you know? No, yeah. And I was like, wow, like, thank you um, for reassuring me um, of what I already know. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it's a lie. Um, but he, he basically was like, I would love to get your number, get coffee, yada, yada. 
okay. the whole shebang. The whole he shebang. was like, he was asking you out. He was asking me out. And I, you know, props to Dave. Props to Dave. That's We love bold. Dave for this. And I told him, I go, hey, I'm, I love the confidence man. This is, this is, you know. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. Except it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, it turned south real quick. Pretty quick. Um, I get a text from Dave. Not too long after talking to him. And he goes in on, oh God, just a spiel is mm-hmm. I think the best word to, to describe it about his emotional intimacy and his confidence and his insecurities and his, like, his language was really lustful towards me. Like, not in a hot way where I'm like, oh, shit. Like, like yeah. an I like a yearning yes almost but not like mm-hmm. a just just too much too well i just felt like he was gonna skin me and then put my skins on a lamp you know what mm-hmm. i mean like make right. me into a lamp or like, like a, he has a room where he mm-hmm. skins you yeah you know let leathers mice process, leathers yeah. your skin makes it into a lamp yeah. and then sells it in his grandma's antique shop Yes, that's exactly the vibe I was getting. Yeah, okay. Um, and I just thought to myself, I just literally just met this person. I mean, th- he was saying things that would take me months, no, weeks probably, to tell someone I was interested yeah. in. I don't and, know. Uh, how long were these text messages? Oh, mama, let me tell you. <laughs> they were novel size. Mm. I mean, we were really going into these, like, to the fact where you had to, like, scroll. If oh that makes gosh. sense. At least you didn't have to click to open oh, it. Oh, God, no. I mean, then that I would have called the cops. You have, yeah, you would have had to. No, you would have had to move. I would have had to go Change under a different name. Go into witness protection. Probably. But, alas, um, Dave and I had this exchange. Dave at one point said that his roommate... He, he texted this to me. That he said his roommate was telling him to slow down... Um, and then yeah. Dave proceeded to text after, like, LOL. And I was like, oh, LOL. God. Like, my roommate's crazy. He's saying <laughs> that I need to slow down. <laughs> Can you believe this guy? Can you believe this guy? He's crazy. He's crazy. So, a lot of red flags. I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking to myself, like, of course, on the night that I beg to God. You know, I'm, like, pleading with God. Like, yeah, give on me your knees. my man. I want to be pursued. I want to be pursued. Like, I don't think I'm pretty. Like, all of these things. I need re- reassurance from someone. I'm, like, begging for this. Like, because I'm so insecure, you know? Right. God's like, okay, here's Dave. Here's Dave. Here's Dave. On a silver platter. On a silver. Silver. You didn't have to do anything Mm-mm. for Dave to pursue you. No, no, no. And that... Was the beginning of the end. That was, I think that was the, the, the that is really his demise. I think yeah. he was so quick, so fast, so, um, ah, God, there's so many adjectives to describe Sweet Dave. So we, to make a long story short-ish, um, the next day I just decided, I was like, Dave, this isn't going to work. You know, we can't, we can't get coffee. I can't get coffee with you at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. First of all, why'd you pick Starbucks? That's a, out of all the places. Come on. I mean, there's a lot of coffee places here. A lot. We got some options, you know? And you chose Starbucks. That was like another, that was like a huge red flag. Um, along with the fact that he was emotionally clingy and like yeah. way too... Um, open. Open. I needed him to be closed off and unavailable. Yeah. That's how I like my men. Yeah. So, That's... 
Yeah. <clears throat> With that being said, I just think it's such an ironic twist of fates. It really is. You know? And it, it almost seems so ironic that it's, it seems unreal. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not... I obviously know that this is a true story. It is true. But it just shows you how the tables can be turned so quickly when we try and... Force? Yeah, force the hand. I don't know. Force well, fate. I mean, here's the deal. I think... I think another thing about it is that you have to be careful what you ask for. It's yeah. funny how sometimes what you ask for, it, it actually will be given to you. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes not in the package that you were expecting or wanted. Yeah. So to Dave, I say farewell, dear Farewell. <laughs> Adieu. Sweet Dave. Um, but please, Dave, and any men listening... Calm down. Yeah. Calm down. And like at least he wasn't sending you dick pics. No, there or were anything no. like Thank that. Goodness. But he was sending you heart pics. I mean, he was sending me just a snapshot of his his open <laughs> insecurities. Well, this is my favorite line, and I'll end the story with this because I really think it's a showstopper. Um he said, and I quote, if I'm high school football, you are the NFL. Oh. In reference to my, I guess, my beauty. Oh, goodness gracious. I just knew in that moment, I knew Dave and I were not. Not meant to be. It's not meant to be. Oh, he was talking about leagues. Leagues. Like you were out of his league. Absolutely. There you go. That's the one. Yeah. Oh, Dave. Have you ever had a Dave? Have you ever known a Dave? I have never had a Dave before, no. Would you like to have a Dave? No, I feel like I'm probably Dave. <laughs> and that's the whole story. Is it that's was Mary a surprise. the whole time. It was me the whole time. And I dressed up as a man. <laughs> and I, she knew I was crying. I she was trying to help me feel better. I was trying to teach Cameron a lesson. <laughs> a hard lesson. Um, no, but in all honesty, I tell, I tell a version of that, a shorter version of that mm. story to my friends. Mainly when they start getting on my nerves for for complaining about things. and Yeah. Because I think everyone wants to be... In a perfect world, we want to be pursued. We don't want to have to do the work. Absolutely. You know? Bitch, I'm so lazy. Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. And being pursued just always sounds so appealing. And honestly, it comes yeah. from the movies, movies that we watched. There we go. Up. There we go. Like, all the princess movies, they Uh, are the ones that are being pursued. Yeah. Which, I mean, and if you ever go back and rewatch some of the oldies, although good, also, ew. There's a lot of times (laughs) where I watch things when I was little and I was, like, romanticizing these scenes of, like, oh, my God, if he shows up at my doorstep with cue cards and a boombox. Yeah. I'm going to head over heels. He's the one. Right. I watch it and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. I think I'd call the cops. You gotta put things into perspective more. And movies romanticize those things and it makes you disregard I think this is what's so what annoys me about rom coms, romance movies, yeah. is that they disregard every other obligation, every other person in their life and it yeah. becomes this selfish thing. Mm-hmm. All consuming. All consuming yeah. thing. And 
I'm just too much of a realist, well, I think. You because are. I trust me, I I love romantic gestures that are like personal and they're intimate Who doesn't? and they're sweet. Who doesn't love that? But for the cue card thing, for example. Yeah. I we're talking about love actual. There actually. yeah, I should really just call them out by name. Just yeah. Great movie though. Great, great movie. Um the cue card thing. The first thing in my mind is I'm thinking, she's married. Mm. You know? Huge bummer. There's a huge obligation there. She has to... Like, he knew that... Newly, newly married newly to his married. best friend. Yeah. Who, part of me still thinks that he's in love with. I think, I think so. I think so. I think that's you know? the realty. Um, and I'm all for laying your cards out. Yes. Not, um... You know, not leading someone on or making them confused or ruining that relationship. Mm. But you also have to keep in mind how other people's lives are going to be affected by that. Absolutely. And in this example, this love that he had for her, in a way, was innocent. Mm -hmm. And telling her and them not doing anything about it probably wouldn't hurt their relationship mm-hmm. whereas if it was something more lustful and then it ended up hurting her married relationship then that becomes more sticky yeah yeah because like with the example of um the husband who is having this emotional affair with the younger secretary, secretary. <laughs> Such so a classic cliche. line. So cliche. God, I've seen it so many times. But that is what... That's, that's a bigger issue, an underlying issue. Yeah. Whereas him hiding his love for her is more innocent in a mm-hmm. way. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting that we've... I think a lot of our preconceived notions of love and what it looks like and what it should feel like do, if you trace it back, go to the movies mm-hmm. or go to pop culture or go to this, you know genre of fantasy um which honestly in the long run probably is one of the many factors as to why there's so many issues with intimacy and love and because we all have these expectations Mm -hmm. that never seem to get met yeah and they're usually conflicting expectations absolutely absolutely because i think men and women are taught different ways Mm. And then also on top of that, you have the the media that's constantly flipping that narrative. So then it's like, well, I don't know what you want. I don't know what I want. And then it should be, we just more, we feel more uncomfortable having that conversation yeah. because it is more conflicting up in the air. Well, you know what I also think, and this is, we have diluted and abused the idea of honesty Mm-hmm. And I think we've created this narrative of like, okay, women need to play hard to get. They need to be elusive. They need to be coy. They need to be, you know, whatever. Men need to put up a wall. They need to act uninterested. They need mm-hmm. to, you know, or they need to over pursue. Or, yeah. you know, there's all of these things that I feel like, I know, I mean, I was taught by my mom to play hard to get. Right. She would say like, oh, he texted you, don't text him back. Like, he can yeah. like you need to create this like building wants and this like desire for you you create that Mm -hmm. when in actuality when I look back at 
relationships around me and ones I've had in the past, like, if we all just would have been honest with each other. Up front. Just, uh, like, up front. And then not been ashamed of honesty because Mm -hmm. we've attached this, like, shame to honesty. Like, if you were to go up to someone and say, hey, I have these feelings for you. This is where I stand. Are they reciprocated? And that person were to say no. We've created this, like, idea of that is, whew, that you need to go into hiding. The rejection. Yeah, yeah, this fear of rejection, this, like, shame mm-hmm. that comes with it. When, really, that moment is so, like, although, yes, granted, it's a, <laughs> a big old bummer. Yeah. It's also a moment where you get to, like, maybe keep a friendship there because there was straight-up honesty. Yeah. Or you get to walk away without any questions. Or you right. don't have to sit and wonder what the other person's thinking all the time. And, I mean... We would live in such a better, healthier relationship world if we valued true honesty. Yeah. And could take honesty as much as we could give it. That's so true. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Because that... Because that's why I never... And to be fair, I, I did the same thing. I, I was always the person that... Would wait X amount of minutes to oh, respond. Oh, yes. Absolutely. You know, you don't want to look desperate. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, there it or is. clingy or needy or something like that. Yeah. But I would have saved myself so much time mm-hmm. and energy and not stressed as much. If I just laid my cards on the table and if they're reciprocated, then great. If they're not, then cool. And yeah. I can kind of move on. Um. Because it just feels like a more efficient way to do things, but you're right. The there's that fear around honesty, mm-hmm. which also is also a fear of vulnerability. Yeah, which is interesting because in a way, Dave I, was hey, laying all his cards on the table. Well, it's full. It's full circle because here I am. I mean, this really brings us back because here I am criticizing Dave. I'll own it. I was sitting here talking about Dave when I'm asking for that. Yeah. But see, here's also the thing. Like, you're allowed to get honesty that you don't, you don't, I've said reciprocate 10 times, I think, in the past Probably minute. Take a shot every time you say reciprocate. Bye. Um, <laughs> but I, it's okay to hear honesty that you don't reciprocate. Like, that's okay. Yeah. But props to Dave, dude. He's done it. And what he did that night, although I found it to be a little blunt, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit much, maybe for the context. Honesty context, context also is, is a huge thing. Very, very huge. Um, but go Dave. Yeah. Go Dave. Maybe yeah. his maybe his um what's the word? His approach. Delivery. Deli- there you go. That's the one. Delivery could have been a little bit better. But he's he still doing a lot more than most guys I've known yeah. do or can do. Yeah. It's just the context around it. Yeah. And being able to read that. Read the room, in yeah. a way. And I know over text message, it's harder. It's hard. And you have to kind of maneuver that a little bit differently, but... Yeah. Well, have you ever... Let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about just going full speed ahead with what you're thinking, whether it be a person that you have feelings for, a friendship, or a parent, whatever it is, and just laying it on the line? Have you ever got that urge to just send that text? Oh, absolutely. Call that person. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. No, What stopped you? I probably... If you could think of one instance in particular and maybe dissect it. Oh, man. You know? Well, I think 
like knowing the context of things probably changed my wanting to do that. Mm. Um, I'm also a person that will ask the opinions of a, of a core group of people. Yeah, there it is. And usually I'm wanting them to say, go ahead, send that message. Uh-huh. And they usually um, say, no, don't send that <laughs> message. And I never like regret not sending the message. Yeah. But I mean, whenever you have a relationship with someone that falls through, yeah. whether that be a friendship or um, a romantic relationship, yeah, there's you always have these instances where you think about that person. Oh yeah. And you think about a memory, or you think about something you wish you would have told them, mm-hmm. or that you would have told them something differently or in a different way, or that, whatever. And I've probably drafted messages. And written them very well and very dramatic or romantic yeah. or yeah. kind of just laying out all my cards. And also take a shot every time I say lay out all your cards. <laughs> how many um, cards do you have? How many card references <laughs> do I have? I don't know. But I think, I think what stops me from sending it most of the time is I try and manufacture it in a way that I'll predict the way that they will receive it. Mm. And nine times out of ten, they're not going to receive it the way that I'm thinking they will. Yeah. And I think about where they're going to be when they're reading the message. or Who they're with. Who they're with. Or in my mind, I'm also thinking that they're thinking about me, which, you know, can change things also. Yeah. Which they probably aren't, and it yep. just it makes it <laughs> it makes it a lot more. Yeah. Just doesn't have the effect that you want. No, not the fairy tale ending. Not that you yeah. Maybe expect. I I don't I. It's mine is my pride. Yeah. I go to send that message. I'll have it typed up. I'll have it drafted, revised, mm-hmm. sent to my prof- like my professor for revision. <laughs> like it's that bitch is ready. Yeah. Grammarly. Grammarly all the way. is all um, the way used. Use code. Please shut up. No, References are added. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. One day. One day. Maybe. Um, but I'll go for it, and then I'll think to myself, No, I don't want this person to. Think of me, think that I'm still thinking of them, or think that I'm still hung up on that broken friendship or that broken. Right. Or I want them to think I'm moved on and living my best life, and I, you know what I mean. Right. So all of these things are to protect this like false pride I have. When at the end of the day, I still think like, why does it matter what yeah. that person thinks? Why matter? does it matter? But yet, I this will probably happen to me once you leave tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna go to send it, and then I'll go. Oh God, yeah. no, no, yeah. I can't. Why? 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 Who actually? Who created gives the rules? Who created the rules for this shit? Yeah, because they have made it completely complicated. Yeah, unnecessarily. Yeah, unnecessarily. Yeah, it really is annoying. I think people take things. I think people take things too seriously sometimes. Agreed. And it Agreed. puts this unneeded stress Pressure. about having this look about yourself and having you know that last thought of you in that person's mind mm. be a positive one absolutely and if it's a broken relationship it's a broken relationship and 
you shouldn't have to be worrying about what that other person, how that other person is thinking about you. And this is something that I struggle with a lot because I have this serious pride issue where if I know someone thinks poorly of me, Uh I'll go out of my way to prove to them that they have no reason to think poorly of me. Wow, okay. It's, I really started in like middle school and high school (laughs) when people would like text around and be like, oh, I think so, so and so told me that, you know, she didn't think that you liked her very much. Ugh, the drama. And I'd be like, she doesn't think that I like her well, you know, and then yeah. I'll give all my evidence of, you know, I, I complimented her shoes or, you know, like all these different things to prove that I'm, you know, a good likeable. person and that I'm likable and that I like her. I have no problem with her, all this stuff. And it's a pride thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think, but I think people think that people re- will read into things too much. Yeah. And, and I think that because I do. I do too. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, if someone sends me a message, I immediately start reading into it. Oh, God, yes. Trying to think, oh, well, why now? Why this timing? Like, oh, interesting. Like, mm-hmm. are they thinking about me? Are they home? Did they talk to somebody about me? Like, all these things start running through my head. Yeah. And I haven't gotten a message like that in probably a year. So I don't know if my way of thinking has changed or anything like that. I think I'm honestly more laid back and just um I don't know if bitter is the right word towards <gasps> all these bitter. things but it's more calloused. like calloused. <laughs> there we go that's the word but it sounds sad but people just put all this pressure on themselves yeah and it really is a pride thing when you think about it like I'm not that important yeah you know? Yeah. Like, I had I a... It. Even if, like, I had a place in this person's life at one point, mm-hmm. it's not... I'm not... I don't have that place anymore. Absolutely. They have no reason to be thinking about me at all. Yeah. Agreed. So why do I think I'm, like, so high up that when I sent that message <laughs> that I thought that he was going to think immediately poor or about me? Well, I... Why I think as I get older, I'm truly starting to get more and more this way. Where I just, and excuse my French, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I'm starting to think like, okay, I send that text. What's the worst thing that could happen? They don't respond. They don't respond. Or they do respond and it's maybe not what you wanted to hear. Hey, yeah. if you at least, hey, you got it off your chest. That's all that matters. Yeah. You spoke what you needed to speak. You did what you thought you needed to do. Whether or not you wake up the next day and regret the fuck out of it is... Yeah. Tomorrow's issue. Yeah. <laughs> and you will get over that. And you will move on and you will continue to breathe, walk, live, talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's so interesting to think about the pressure we put on relationships, we put on exes, we put on friendships, we put on, there's so many like, what if they think this? What if they think that? Will they yeah. do this? Will they do that? I'm so many it. do's I'm and tired. don'ts. I'm tired of the do's and don'ts. Yeah, I'm really I think it's if exhausting. we all lived a little bit more authentically and honestly when it came to our relationships, like Dave, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we'd all be better. Maybe Dave is the hero of this story. Should we get Dave on the on the podcast? All right, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is the Dave. Dave. <laughs> no. no, I don't know, but yeah, it's honestly. It's it's shifting that perspective, mm-hmm. kind of away 
from ourselves and more yeah let's just you know let's just talk like people and not put so much pressure on things and if it gets awkward it gets awkward it's awkward life's awkward whatever life is so awkward but yeah i am just i'm just so it's really the fear of rejection Mm -hmm. and the fear of disappointing myself in a way yeah and because I think about this a lot, I think about I, of seeing I see people that I think are really cool or really attractive, or whatever that I don't know at all. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm picturing this perfect moment where I walk up to them, I say, <laughs> "Hi, my name's Mary. What's your name?" And like the movies, like the movies, right? And I hear of people that do that, like normal people in regular day life, and I'm just like, how? Mm. How does one speak to another person <laughs> without planning a whole conversation out in their head? In their head, yeah. And that's just impossible for me to think. But it would just be cool to be like, hey, my name's Mary. Like, it's nice to meet you. I, I want to get to know you better. Just like yeah. what Dave was saying. Good old Dave. And maybe not send, send like 50 messages that are no. paragraph autobiographies. Because here, you do have to leave a little bit to the unknown. You gotta yeah. you gotta leave things to get to know. You, you can't just lay it all bit. on the line. Yeah. Um, but I just it's just so interesting to me this world we've created because we've created it. Yeah. We've put the pressure on ourselves. on ourselves. And I mean other people in our lives have played a part in that too. Absolutely. How we're raised, of course. It all goes back to yeah. that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think also, like I know for me, I always drum up these expectations i have a literal like scenes almost where i'm like okay if i do this then he's probably gonna do this mm-hmm. like she'll probably you know our friendship will be beautiful and back together yeah. again and our relationship whatever half more than half the time let me cue in a little secret never happens yeah you know surprise, what I mean? surprise. Surprise, <laughs> but yet here i am and i still create expectations i don't know where that comes from but yeah, I don't... I, I just have an active mind. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Yeah, I definitely do that where I formulate these scenes yeah. in my mind. Like, I have choices. Yeah. Yeah. And I think of all the different outcomes. And what's ironic, and I don't know what this has to say about myself, but all the outcomes are usually not good. <laughs> Well, you're preparing for... It's because you're a realist. You're preparing yeah. for the worst. Or pessimist. See, well, either one. Maybe they go hand in hand. Sometimes. But I, in a way, wish I did that more. Because I... I create these... I create these scenarios that are, like, beautiful and yada yada fairy tale things. Fairy tale shit. And I do create some of those, like, real perspectives... But honestly, maybe I do need to be more real with myself. Like, this is actually probably what's going to happen. So that I don't disappoint myself. Yeah. I always disappoint myself. I know. That's... I mean, he's not... I mean, I'm like, he's not out my window throwing rocks at it. No. Like, where where's he at? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I go back and forth on that a lot. Mm-hmm. Because I have a friend who is struggling with that. And... Not knowing, like, do I open myself up? Do I dive into these these emotions that I have and let myself feel all those emotions? Yeah. Do I see it 
more realistically and more keep myself from like reserved and all these things and I really go back and forth because I think if you have those emotions and you want to express them and they're not hurting the other person they're not hurting yourself yeah then express them if you are using those emotions to kind of hide maybe other emotions that you have Mm. or use it as a distraction Mm. or almost fool yourself Mm. into thinking that this wonderful glorious fantasy is going to happen yeah um then I think that that's that's when the aftermath of things not working out can be harder yeah you're doing a disservice yeah yeah I, I, I am right there with you with that, I think. It's like we set ourselves up for failure sometimes. Like, we know yeah. instinctively, like, maybe this isn't a good idea, but we're so impulsive. Because mm-hmm. there's a difference, like, between being honest in a responsible way and being honest in an irresponsible way. Right. Like, responsible honesty is coming from a place of you have context you have mm-hmm. supporting evidence you know like you know what I mean like it's just yeah. like you aren't lofting these ideas up hoping that you hit the mark like right. you, you have, generally know what the you have some sort of there you go so you know you, you're guarding yourself a little bit mm-hmm. if you're gonna walk into an old fling from five years ago and send a text hoping that he's at your door in the next 10 minutes like that's not come on like you may be honest you may be being honest with yourself. Yes, yeah, true. But you're doing yourself a disservice because yeah. you know that that's not. Absolutely. You deep down know that that's not. Maybe what right you way. need. Yeah. It's just what you want, which what we want isn't always what we need. Yeah. I've been, I've been all on that. Like I've done that so many times. It's just hard. It's yeah, hard. So many things. It's a hard knock and... life. <laughs> it's a hard knock, knock life. <laughs> That's our thing. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, kid. Yeah. But Lots of topics. Lots of things covered. Lots of things covered. Who knew Dave was going to become ju- the, the hero? hero? The unsung Damn, hero. Should I call him? First you should send him that text. I have been wanting to send him that God, text. he's the one I've been talking about this whole time. You just I can't stop talking about can't him. can't stop talking about Dave. Can't stop thinking about him. We love Dave. Um, Dave, thank you so Dave, much. Dave, thank you for sponsoring this podcast. This video. Video? Oh, no, sweetie. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no, funny. No. Um, I don't know. I hope you liked it. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this ramble. It's really, a lot of these are going to be ramble sessions. Yeah. Um, bouncing off each other. Our The name of our podcast is Please Shut Up. And probably by the end of this, you're going to be saying that to yourself. <laughs> To us, yeah, for us, we to shut hear up. you, we get it, we hear you loud and clear, and honestly, we agree. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we say that to ourselves a lot. Our, yeah, say that to our minds. Shut up, no, oh, you stop it, stop, knock it off. Knock it the voices again. Um, uh. <laughs> are you, are you still hearing the voices? Um, well, I just ran out of my medication. We can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let's talk about later. it later. Yeah. Um. Uh. That but, was a joke. I don't know yeah. if anyone caught it. Oh, it was a little bit little that we did. Sometimes we do a little improv God, comedy. We're funny. Um, we are no, funny. but um, 
let us know what other things you guys want us to talk about. Oh, yeah, we're we really going to talk about a bunch of different stuff. Maybe next next podcast will be about Putin. Maybe we'll just do a huge ass. I really thought you were going to say poop. Pooping. Well, we can talk about that too. We can talk about pooping I mean, my, and Putin. My brother did poop on my floor. That is a story That's for another podcast. a story for podcast. next time. And I'm sure Putin has too. Yo, yeah. I mean, most people have. Pooped I think on my floor. Nine, the statistic, I think, is <laughs> 9 out of 10 Americans have pooped on Cameron, Cameron's floor. At some point in your life, you will experience pooping on my floor. Yeah. It's or scary. a floor. Or a floor. I mean, my home is your home. <laughs> my door is open. My door is always Including open. my bathroom door. Um, oh, gosh. All right, guys. Well, this has been really great. We hope you enjoyed our inaugural. Ah, bringing that word back. Need hey. to look that word up later. <laughs> Episode. Yeah. Um, it's been a fun one, guys. It's been fun. It's been real. So real. Um, too real, maybe. Too real at some points, <laughs> you know, but that's where the editing comes in. There you go. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys again. I'm Mary. And I'm Cameron. And this is Please Shut Up. Please Shut Up. Thanks for <laughs> Bye. listening. Bye.